In a time where startups are booming and entrepreneurship is at a peak, we have a service that will help elevate any business. Univercole provides graphic design services that can take your business to the next level. These services include customized logos, business cards, brochures, flyers, and documents such as letterhead to help you distinguish your brand identity. We know a lot of you are like our founder, Justin, and are starting your businesses from scratch. So we also offer brand identity packages that can include your logo design, business cards, a digital promotional flyer, customized documents, announcements, and more. We understand what it's like to start from scratch and can meet you where you are in your business. Email info at univercole.design, U-N-I-V-E-R-C-O-L-E, for a consultation and view the Univercole portfolio on Instagram and Facebook at Univercole, U-N-I-V-E-R-C-O-L-E. And now back to the Cole Logic Podcast. You are now tuned in to another Bookshare and the Call Logic experience. I feel like I say that different every time, but y'all know what it is by now. Still on. Good old Queen. Shahrazad Ali. Reading the Black Man's Guide to Understanding the Black Woman. We are currently still in chapter six, as we just read off in the last live examples of disrespectful language black men, black women used when speaking to black men, and it was 40 of them. Excuse me, guys. So, let me turn this down. If y'all appreciate what I'm doing right now, you can see that the cash shop in the Venmo is scrolling down there. Uh, it's, it's not right there right now, but it's coming. It'll be over there, coming this way. Cold 1212 for the cash shop. Universe code for the Venmo. So, I shall get this started. Of course, these are just a sampling. Should I read off the 40? I'm going to read the 40 examples again, just to reiterate. Examples of disrespectful language the black woman uses. When speaking to the black man are as follows. One, shut up. You don't know what you're talking about. Two, why don't you mind your business? Three, you such a mama's boy. Four, you ain't nothing and you ain't never gonna be nothing. Five, you don't tell me what to do. Six, you do what you do what you want to do and I'll do what I want to do. 
Seven, get it yourself. Eight, you think you're all right. You think you're right all the time. Nine, I get tired of you trying to tell me what to do. Ten, why don't you act like a man? Eleven, you full of shit. Twelve, that doesn't make any sense. Thirteen, don't give it unless you can take it. Fourteen, you didn't have nothing when I met you. Fifteen, your family ain't shit and you ain't either. Excuse me. Sixteen, men are dogs. Seventeen, I do what I want to do. Eighteen, I might and I might not. Nineteen, why don't you hush? Twenty, be quiet. Twenty-one, shut up. 22, you are so stupid. 23, you can't do that. 24, leave me the fuck alone. 25, you mess up every time. 26, I go where I want to go. 27, it's my money and I spend it like I want to. 28, you get on my nerves. 29, it ain't your baby anyway. 30, I told you so. 31, my mother said you wasn't no good. I should have listened to her. 32, You'll know payback when you see it. 33. If you don't, somebody else will. 34. You can't do nothing. 35. Stop. 36. Get out of my face. 37. I don't want to hear that. 38. Get out. 39. I don't care what you do. 40. I'm tired of you. Of course. These are just a sampling. There are other which are more vicious and more degrading and some too filthy to the list and print it is safe to say that every black man in america have been told at least two of these statements in the relationship with his woman or his mother most have heard the majority of them these remarks roll off the lips of the black females starting in elementary school so they are well ingrained and have in her conversation by the time she is an adult Rare is there a black woman who does not allow the black woman Oh, I'm sorry Rare is there a black man who does not allow the black woman to speak to him In these derogatory mark terms Excuse me. No black man should, be tolerate, should tolerate being spoken to like this He must demand respect and deserve it according to his own Hold up, hold up, hold up Authentic page for standards of being a man. I'll read that again. He must demand respect and deserve it according to his own standards of being a man. He must require respect or reject the black woman from his circle of contact. When the black woman loves her black man enough to obey him and do what he tells her to do, she is looked upon by other more progressive black women as a fool. She is laughed at and pitied for letting her man control her and tell her what to do. If she stays at home and waits for his call, cooks him a special meal, cleans his house, washes his car, shines his shoes, irons his clothes, loans him her car, lands or gives him money, run errands for him, pick up after him, 
lets him choose her clothes, washes his hair, feeds him, rubs his back, massages his feet, or does anything else to help him or make him comfortable. She is considered a nutcase and accused of spoiling the black man. She is further charged with making it harder on other black women who do not cater to their men in that way. The righteous woman is asked by a rebellious woman, what is he doing for you? Why are you doing all this for him? If the black woman just speaks to him in a civil tongue, she is charged with being weak-willed. Black women pride themselves on being assertive, aggressive in apostrophes, and speaking themselves and uh, speaking what she thinks is her own mind. Excuse me, guys. Black women pride themselves on being assertive or aggressive and speaking what she thinks is on her mind. When the black woman talks badly to the black man, she is not speaking her own mind. She is speaking from an artificial mind she has adopted from Western civilization or America. This is something she learned first in slavery, then from teachers, politicians, the newspaper, and television. The black woman has no history of speaking disrespectfully to the black man before she came to America. Excuse me, guys. Excuse me, guys. Mm. Disrespecting the black man is new to the black nation. It developed in slavery and post-slavery. It is odd that the black woman considered downgrading the black man as an advancement in her own development of equality. The black man must not allow his woman or any woman to talk to him in a disrespectful tone or way. He does not deserve it and he does not have to take it. If to defend himself, the black man develops a feminine style of sparring with the black woman and tries to go blow for blow with her in insults, bickering and name calling. The black woman will tell her family and friends that he is just bitches all the time. Oh, shit. I'm going to say that again. If to defend himself, the black man develops a feminine style of sparring with the black woman and tries to go blow for blow with her in insults, bickering, and name calling, the woman will tell her family and friends that he is just, he just bitches all the time. Mm. She refers to his participation as bitching because she knows her kind of talk is indicative to the female gender only. She believes it to be a natural part of her nature and wants him to believe that too. He should not. If the black man loses his cool under pressure and responds by flinging a string of colorful metaphors, metaphors or curse words at her, she complains that he talks to me like a dog. The fact that she is the one acting like an animal never comes up. Sometimes the black man grows to respond to everything she says in a harsh rebuttal tone. He becomes accustomed to the rough talk and uses it frequently as she. This is wrong. It only convinces the black woman that he can't handle her so he has joined her. 
she will drag him under the earth if he allows it. When a black man falls for a black woman and begins to demonstrate that he loves her more than he loves himself, she recognizes this as a ripe stage for her to really let it rip. The more he professes his love, the worse she will treat him. The more he tries to give to her, the more she will demand. And the more he tries to bed her down, the more she rejects his overtures. The harder he tries to please her, the more critical she is of his efforts. This is a perfect example that she does not know what to do when put in a position to rule the black man. When she is allowed to rule, she thinks the black man must be weak or crazy or both. She cannot handle it. She abuses him instead of progressively enjoying him and more. And the time is not far off when she will be looking for another man. Let that. I gotta. I gotta circle or something. I'm gonna start this right here. That's a whole topic right here. Cause that's what they be talking about in the red pill. If y'all don't know what the red pill is, look that up on YouTube. It's a lot of hurt niggas complaining to each other about their failed relationships. And then you're just now figuring out. This was written in 89. She was trying to put us on game. But anyway. Um, sometimes. The black woman speaks kindly to the black man. Or does nice things for him. For the wrong reason. Sometimes her reason is just to make sure. That he does not fall victim to the attentions of another woman. So she acts out of. Out the duties of being a good woman. So her man can use that as a reason to fool around. So she goes through the motions so she can never be charged with not holding up her end or so she thinks but true caring and affection cannot be faked. If there is no love or good spirit put into the care of it becomes dry and sterile, bland and mechanical. The black woman must be made to understand that the black man must first feel good about himself and that she should help the black man to feel good about himself when he is with her. That means when the black man is happy with a black woman, it does not necessarily mean he is happy with her physical affection or exciting personality as much as his with how she makes him feel about himself. He will reciprocate. When the black man is pleased with himself and feels good about himself, his days are happy and he is radiant. He is eager to go off to work and eager to come home at night. In general, he is more productive. This is called satisfaction. Feeling good mentally, emotionally, and physically creates its own natural high. An elevation to peace and freedom and confidence and courage. Anything can be accomplished. All of this is a part of the black woman's responsibility to herself. The blessings she will receive for making her black man feel good about himself are unlimited. While she has her own ideas about what the black man should do to make her happy, she would be much wiser if she gave the black man a chance to express his ideas about what will make her happy. A black man can look at his woman and decide what she needs. Black women. 
have been known to treat the black man so badly and talk to him in such a destructive way that he becomes confused and angry and is literally driven to drink or use drugs. She will prod him with her electrical shock tongue until she pushes him over the edge into some deep dark cavern of despair. When she tells her friends about his condition, they all agree that he got what he deserves for letting her do it to him. It is their preconceived notion that if a black man resigns himself to obey the to obeying the black woman to the point of self displacement, he deserves whatever hell awaits him. This is a cruel and unusual punishment that he earns as a reward of having the kind of un- overwhelming adoration of the black woman that she claims she wants. She only wants it until she gets it and then she reverts to a destroyer. She will lead him into a trap by plotting to do everything she can to make him fall in love with her. She will make him feel better than he has ever felt in his entire life. At least she makes him think he does. She will make him totally dependent upon her affections and attentions. She will set him up for the fall. It's a game to her to see if she can make or break him. As the game progresses, she steps up her plan to debase him and sometimes changes of the tide is so powerful in his life that he can't concentrate enough to work, eat, sleep, or behave normally. She literally drives him crazy. He cannot live with her and cannot live without her. The more love, the more pain, and she heaps it by the shovelful. This is a dangerous game the black woman plays because sometimes if the man cannot handle it emotionally, he may decide to kill her. I got a drink on that. Mm. That was deep. Sometimes he does. When he reaches his breaking point and becomes threatening, she scurries back in place and claims she doesn't know what's wrong with him. She accomplishes the same deeds using jealousy, sex, or rebellion. While he explodes, she implodes, and she hates herself for not being able to control herself. Therefore, the black man should never allow his love for the black woman to surpass his love for himself. This is not being selfish, it is a raw necessity if he intends to survive his relationship with a black woman. He must never let her ego get out of control to the point where she becomes the main focus in the relationship. The black man must always be the main focus of the relationship. This does not mean that the black woman's needs should not be met, nor that she is unimportant. But she is number two, and the black man is number one. The black man being number one, and the black woman being number two, is another absolute law of nature. The black man was created first, he has seniority. And the black woman was created second. He is first, she is second. The black man is the beginning and all others came from him. 
Everyone on earth knows this except the black woman. The only reason the black woman rejects the idea that the black man is first is because she does not think that he deserves to be treated good. If examined, she does not really know the details of why she does not want him on top. All she does, all she knows is that she doesn't want him telling her what to do. She already knows that trying as she may, she cannot control the black man. Her frustration is that no matter how hard she tries, she cannot force the black man into the orderly pattern mode she outlines for him. The black man, even in his disorganized state, cannot be controlled. He is not controllable. This is different from being out of control. This means he is in control of himself. Others who have tried to control him momentarily meet the same frustration as the black woman. Failure. The black woman, like America, is afraid of anything she can't control. The black man's chromosome evidently are programmed to rule and be in control. So he cannot submit to being controlled forever by inferior unqualified beings. Wise scientists around the globe know this. Infrequently, the black woman comes up with a good idea or renders some sensible advice to the black man. Whether or not he accepts it depends on how she brings it to him. If she does it as non-insulting, respectful, the as she does it as non-insulting, respectful, the black man is able to hear her and take her comments under consideration. If she delivers the information in the wrong tone of voice, the man rejects it and her. He must be careful in accepting instruction or advice from the black woman because she is easily confused and will decide that he can't make it unless she tells him to, what to do. Making recommendations is her insidious way of gaining control in a relationship. If the black woman is sincere in her affections and if she is and is genuinely trying to help the black man he will be able to accept what she says and implement it into their lives for wider success of course when the black woman helps the black man develop and reach his desired potential she experiences fear that he will outgrow her and leave her for another woman she does not trust his motives when he wants to expand when he says I'm doing this for us she is not sure which us he is talking about. She may remind him about what she has helped him do and that he would not have been able to do it if were not for her. She is ever seeking opportunity to get the black man to bow down and worship her for being her wonderful self. When she accomplishes something free of ulterior motives, her man will recognize this and pile on the accolades but if her idea is anything but clean then he shouldn't get too excited she has heard stories of women who help their man succeed and then he leaves them so she is afraid this will happen to her if she behaves right and does not create and problems or become combative she will be well rewarded for her trust 
She will be taken care of and loved and her children will be fathered and become heir to the black man's accomplishments. This is how black legacies are made. Excuse me. Another reason the black woman fails in her confrontations with the black man is because she attempts to use the white woman's analysis on social priorities as her mentor regarding how she should get along with the black man. This is wrong. White America issues are completely different from the black American issues. The white race understands the necessity for open forum discussions of their relationship problems. Blacks are sensitive about their defects in black life and fly into a tizzy at the mere mention of interpersonal problems indigenous to ex-slave. This refusal to acknowledge the nitty gritty problems have resulted in them being ignored and assumed unimportant. Even worse, it left the black woman and the black man to devise their own solutions. The blacks have no published scholastic analogies about how the black man and the black woman should get along. The inside story of life between the black man and the black woman have been tiptoed around as if it were a time bomb. These problems exist and they are monumental. They hold the key to the black man and the black woman's personal success. A problem is only a question. Any problem can be broken into a mathematical equation to which a formula is applied. If the formula is applied, the answer will be forthcoming. The answer is the solution. Blacks have not approached their problems with from a mathematical standpoint and assume there are too many variables for similarities to exist, but there are similarities. The relationship problems between black men and black women are only different in the degree to which they are demonstrated. And blacks have never honestly and descriptively addressed these problems to the black nation as a whole. The truth about the depth and the span of these problems is painful. The truth is also embarrassing and unwelcome for public scrutiny. But the black man has been negligent in his duty to control the black woman, and the black woman has been scandalous in her public and private dealings with the black man and his offspring. The time is past when the topic can be swept aside and replaced with other life priorities that are impossible to attain anyway until the root of this situation is addressed and remedied. Relationship standards have changed, but change does not always mean better. Sometimes it just means different or worse. Companionship between the black man and the black woman have turned into a living hell, whether they live together or not. The hell has a pattern and affects the dwellers of every black household, and it must stop. The black man must communicate to his. Wait, 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 wait. Alright, the black man must communicate this to the black woman, and she must hear him with her ears and her heart. In referring to the black man, the black woman has an affinity 
to using the terminology my man and she prefers to call the black man her boyfriend my date my honey my friend or my boo she has a difficult time saying my man because she does not like the sound of power that goes with the word man the word man makes her feel uncomfortable because it rings so superior and authoritative in her ears. As a consequence, black women in the 30s and 40s and 50s go around referring to the black man as a boyfriend. The black man is not a boy. He does not like being called a boy. It is a distasteful title he prefers not to answer to. The black woman in her stubbornness still calls her, calls him her boyfriend. She should refer to her black mate as her man because that's what he is, a man. The language itself is euphoric. When the black woman speaks well of the black man, it is elevating to all who hears her and it is contagious. Better yet, the black woman should try telling the black man good things about himself to his face, look him straight in the eyes. She must learn a new talk dialogue filled with complimentary words. The black man should commend the black woman when he sees her demonstrating an attempt to make a positive change in the way that she talks to him. At first, she will be very uncomfortable and uneasy and will feel out of kilter, but these feelings will subside as she relaxes. Prior to her giving in, she may try to use a reverse psyche and say, why should I do it? You don't, or you don't live up to such and such yourself, or what are you going to change if I do all that? Or look at what you do. These kinds of flippant comments can be answered by telling her, I'm a black man and I'm taking responsibility for my family and my nation. Responses like, because I'm the man and I'm in charge, or I'm because I'm the boss here, or because I'm the man and you're going to like, and you're going to be like I want you to be, or you ain't going to be at all, work just as well. Improvise. The black man should not be ashamed to admit that he does not have to have all the answers all at once. On examination, the black woman does not have all the answers either. <clears throat> she usually does not have any answers. She will be resistant against the man idea and not have anything to replace them with. She communicates most of her responses by saying the word no. When an unstoppable force meets an immovable object, friction ensues and they destruct. This does not apply to the black man. The black nation must implement across the board standards of home life that encompass every black man or every black person and every black family. The plan must be the same throughout in order to see unified progress. The result of not having a national formal plan useful to all the people is the confusion and degradation we have today. The black woman's first change must be an oral one. She must learn enough self-control to keep herself from talking to the black man like he ain't nothing. 
Many times the black woman will refuse to cater to the black man because she claims he wants a mama or he has a mother complex. They make these charges because many black men want consolation. They want to be consoled and there is nothing weak or lacking in them for wanting this. The black woman's job is to be a consoler. Console means to give comfort, solace and to make feel better less sad the job of a mother and the wife when it comes to consolation is the same it is not different or opposite it is the same expression that should be shown to the black man and the black child no matter what age they are consoling is a female duty and one she is good at Consolation and stroking are a necessary means of communication just as the desire or acceptance and approval, love and agreement. Giving consolation is not mothering or wifing, it is womaning. Providing comfort to the nation instead of ramshackling it. Black women withhold comfort for a variety of reasons and meter it out as they feel it is deserved. The black man who commits what the black woman considers a sin is not able to get consoled. Any failure that makes her feel disappointed is not rewarded with consolation. Of course, when the black man fails, his greatest desire is to be consoled instead of hearing, I told you it wouldn't work anyway or you should have not you should have known that wouldn't work or why don't you stop and just get a job mm. i know y'all hear that a lot the black man is a recovering slave and does not need a woman who is constantly saying that he doesn't amount to much he is something good <laughs> and if the black woman talks to him right, supports him, and consoles him, he will heal and show the world how really great he is. But since he is a virtually alone, abandoned, and disregarded, he does not always have the spirit to go to work. He needs a purpose. The black woman is unaware that this is the major continent where this is the major con yeah, continent where the black woman is out of control. Uh, the black woman is unaware that this is the major continent where the black woman is out of control. Where she has rejected her responsibilities and does not recognize the man as the head of the family. Again, the memory of suffering of slavery takes a toll. Slavery was designed to disconnect the black man and the black woman. Today, we see the long-term effects of the disconnection on American soil. Some black women are so removed from the, these types of historical roots that they blame all of their problems on the other victim of the racial conspiracy, the black man. They are more concerned with the dressing, jewelry, politics, sorority, church, public opinion, and job. It seems the black woman who boasts on holding the most prestigious job title is the most difficult to reach. The so-called successful black woman who earns a gargantuan paycheck believes she is the best with all of her bases loaded. She doesn't realize that her choice leaves her lonely and hostile and disliked by the group she longs to impress 
the most black men. Oh, she must, she may say she is having more fun without a man than she had with one. Not true. There is no such existence for the black woman. She is not complete unless she has a man. She is just a coward who does not want to deal with the black man on his terms. And she is at her wits end to devise a scheme that will allow him surrender to her. And she is at her wits end to devise a scheme that will make him surrender to her. She has a boss complex and exaggerates her worth. She is cute and necessary, but she is not more valuable than the black man. No one is. The black woman deep inside her heart wants to surrender, but she wants to be coerced. She wants to be convinced according to her own barometer that her man really, really loves her. Right now, the only barometer she examines is whether or not her man is seeing another woman. When she is unsure of herself and teetering on making a wrong decision about something, she wants the black man to take charge of the situation and take responsibility for her. It is very difficult for the black woman to have a constant confidence in her own decisions because she knows she doesn't see the road clearly. She is unequipped to lead the way So in her life travel She tries to look at everything at the same time Instead of recognizing the clear path Things look different according to the point of view they are seen by Perception is the root of what the eyes see and the ears hear If the black woman would just change her perception of what submission and surrender means She could have peace she cannot have this peace until the black man takes up the banner of change. It is a massive undertaking that only the wise will survive, but only she, but only the wise will survive anyway. It is a massive undertaking that only the, the wise will survive, but only the wise will survive anyway. Those who can see no further than Gucci or Panasonic will not make it material gain will not and has not solved the problems between the black man and the black woman they serve only as temporary distractions and expensive ones and that's going to include conclude chapter 6 communications that'll leave us on page 73 of where we, at? Where we at? The black man's guide to understanding the black woman. There you go. With the queen. Where she at? There she go. If y'all, like I said, if y'all appreciate the book share so far, hit that cash app. It's down there. It's coming. And we out.